You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 240. It's all about the mindset and the way you look at it. You know, I don't look at it as a, it's a sacrifice or something that I'm losing. I look at it as an investment that I'm making to Beautiful. make that to that big world. Beautiful. It's just an investment. You're investing in your own success. And okay. That's the only thing that you can do. You know, the price is easier. Yeah. <laughs> This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, the number one wholesaling podcast on planet Earth. My name is Brent Daniels, and it is my absolute honor to host this podcast today. Now, I want to thank everybody out there. If you are listening to this for the first time, I want to thank you for finding us. If you are a loyal listener, which we have just so many around the country and the world, I want to say thank you for coming back to this. We try to provide as much value as possible, and this podcast will not be any less than that. This podcast is going to be absolutely on fire. This is I, this is an interview here in my office in Phoenix, Arizona with an incredible uh, local real estate wholesaler that started six months ago that is from, he's not even from the United States. He was born in the Congo and he is just doing incredible things in one of the most competitive markets in the country. So with that, I want to introduce the outstanding, the amazing, Mr. John Penny. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the YouTube video. Uh, say hello to everybody. How's it going? It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so John, so give us your background. Tell us about you. Tell us what's going on. Like in the intro, I mentioned that you were from Congo, that you had just started out, that you're kind of like doing some amazing things here locally here. So it's big. It, there's a big build up here. So let everybody know about you and what you got going on. Because yeah. I think you're amazing. So let's like Let's share, let's share your story. Yeah, definitely. I was born in the Congo, like you said, and I moved out here four years ago. And uh, I do driving for dollars, and I work with Joseph Morendo with Land and House Buyers. I'm an affiliate, and uh, pretty much I've been doing real estate for the past six months. Okay. And it's been a great, great journey. I love it. I love every bit of it. I love uh, the excitement, the chase, the hunt. I love everything about it. So. Awesome, man. <laughs> okay, so wait a second. So how did you go from the Congo to Phoenix, Arizona? That's a, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I was in Johannesburg, South Africa. Yeah. Well, I was born in the Congo, and then my dad sent me over to Johannesburg to get a little bit better education. And from there, I always wanted to play basketball. I was really good at it, and I got recruited to South Mountain Community College, uh, where I played for two years. And uh, after I graduated there, I was pretty much uh, in the real estate business. Got it. So, how did you? You mentioned you work. You work with Joseph Miranda. And for anybody that knows on this podcast, or if you're watching this video, Joseph Miranda uh, is an incredible wholesaler in Phoenix, and uh, he's built a his whole business around TTP, about all around cold calling, all around prospecting, all around being proactive. And you're kind of related to him. I am. I am. Interesting kind of. story is. Uh, my girlfriend is actually Joseph Miranda's sister-in-law, and uh, she's the one that introduced me to him. 
And uh, I was always into reading books and self-development. And she told me, you know, I know a great guy that does real estate. You should probably meet him. And uh, that's how me and Joseph got to know each other. And uh, it's history from there, pretty much. Got it. So... You're done with college. What are you doing with your life after college? I mean, were you working? Or did you have another job? Did you have another career path that you were looking at? Like, what what was going on? When I was done with college, I was literally on rock bottom zero. I was broke. I had no money. And uh, I used to pretty much get some income from FAFSA. And uh, after I was done with college, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. And uh, my girlfriend was pregnant at the time. And our baby was on the way, so... Here comes that motivation. Yeah, that stress level just went through the roof and I was motivated. I wanted to do something with my my life and basically get into building my own wealth and developing something that I would be proud of, something that would be something that my son could pretty much live off without having to worry about where his next meal is going to come from. So then you found wholesaling? I found wholesaling through Joseph. uh, He pretty much, uh, she told me to to sit down with him. The funny thing is, when we sat down that day, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm meeting this guy that knows everything about real estate. He's about to blow my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Joseph, uh, where do I start? And he's like, well, you get in your car, go around the neighborhood, find 10 vacant properties, then walk up. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah. it? He's like, yeah. <laughs> so that's how, that's how I, I didn't take action at first. Uh, I wasn't as motivated. Sure. And then my baby was born and boom. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I mean, that's the fuck. biggest motivator of all time. You know? It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, holy cow, you know, I can get by living in my car, you know, but now you have, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a whole different, the life changes big time. Yeah. That. So you have a little baby, you have, you're introduced to Joseph, you get the opportunity to then uh, just drive for dollars for just yourself. Dollars. Right? For myself. And he told me, and I remember I called him. I called him up when I was finally motivated and I wanted to take massive action. I told my girlfriend, I called Joseph. So I called him and I'm like, Joseph, um, do you have a position for me? Mm-hmm. And Joseph goes, no, I don't have a job for you, but you can be an affiliate and uh, you can drive the for dollars for yourself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. And uh, we got into it and I started driving and uh, I was pretty much driving around the Phoenix area. I drove for about, uh, for about a week, got 50 properties. Skip trace them, give them a call, and nothing. Just to break it down real quick, skip tracing is basically just uh, uploading the addresses of uh, addresses and the homeowners numbers in uh, homeowners information into a database and getting accurate phone numbers back. So that's what skip tracing is. If, if this is your first time listener, if you're not familiar with it, so you drive around, you get the addresses, and then you do research. You get the homeowners names yep. and then you're able to get their phone numbers. Phone numbers. Got it. Okay. And then what? That's what the TTP kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to believe it. That's what the TTP kicks in and uh, pick up the phone, call those homeowners and uh, find those distressed sellers mm-hmm. and pretty much get them on the phone and talk to them and find out what the motivation is, find out the condition of the property and then take them off. Mm-hmm. And then we try to get that deal closed as soon as possible after that. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're pre qualifying any leads out there, listeners, it is the condition of the property, the timeline they want to sell it, the motivation, and the price. So that's what John is trying to get when he's having those conversations with the homeowner. So you've got a list. Is this like just a printed list? Nope. I have to write it down like 
Buying it one by one as I'm driving. But, but no, I mean once you once you have all the information and you have the addresses and the phone numbers, mm -hmm. is it just printed on like Excel and yeah, you're just hand dialing? Yeah, I put it in Excel and I call it one by one, like one at a time. So <laughs> and when I go to voicemail, I leave them voicemails. Of course. And that's the quickest way for them to get back to me. Mm -hmm. And I leave my phone number in a voicemail mm -hmm. and uh, I get a lot of callbacks and if they don't they text me back and tell me tell me to call them and I call them and Mm -hmm. We get those contracts. Love it. Yep. How was the first ninety days of your real estate journey? Because here's the, the the this is a really interesting podcast, and if you watch the video, you can watch this video on Wholesaling Inc.'s um, YouTube channel. But John has is in the same office as I am. Right, it's a shared office space here in downtown. So I've got to see this whole maturation process go like with my own eyes. I've seen the low, low, low lows to getting deals to get going to being consistent. Yeah. So everybody out there, let's be realistic. So you you went, you got those those addresses, you got the phone numbers, mm -hmm. and you called them yeah. and. I got a bunch of notes. <laughs> okay. So the first couple of calls were a bunch of notes. So they're like, no, 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 no. And uh, for 90 days, Brent, 90 days, no deals, no contracts. And by this point, my baby is born and stress level is even higher and the bills are piling up and I'm still pushing every single day. Mm -hmm. And so those first 90 days for me were really hard because I just drove in. No, no return, but I was building. Yep. See, that's, that's what happened. Joseph, the whole time I was speaking to Joseph, and he told me it's like you're on that wheel and you're pushing and you're doing all the effort to get it going, and then once it starts spinning, mm -hmm. all you have to do is just put your foot down and give a little push and it's gone. It keeps going. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, I love it. So, how did you get through it? Like, how do you keep your mind so? Because I saw you, I personally saw you, you came in every day. You were consistently making calls. You were here when it was dark, yeah. and that's in the summertime. Like it takes like till eight o'clock for it to get dark here. Yeah. So you were making calls till it was dark. You were driving around all day. You were coming in every single day. How did you? How do you keep your mindset strong enough to to stay motivated or committed? Let's just say that. Let's use that word. Committed to making this happen. Like, why not just go get a job? Why not quit? Why not bury your head in the sand? You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, it's about not getting complacent. And uh, I wasn't going to allow myself to get complacent and get comfortable mm -hmm. at the idea that I've been driving and I had to start every single day fresh. Mm -hmm. So it didn't matter if I had 50 properties before, I had to start fresh as though it was my first day driving to Lali. So I kept that fire burning, that hunger a desire to continue to go after it every single day as though every day was the first day. Yeah. And that, that kept me grounded and uh, that allowed me to put in that extra work. And uh, every single time that I would hear people that are driving around in Phoenix, they say, oh, I get 50 properties. So I'm like, okay, you get 50, I'll get 100. Mm -hmm. And they say, I get 100, okay, you get 100, I get 200. Mm -hmm. That's what kept me going. And that, that's it's that athlete, it's that competitive drive. <laughs> Being an athlete, you kind of, you fight for everything. Yeah, but didn't you feel down? I mean, didn't you feel mad or sad or anxious or maybe depressed? Like, did any of that creep in? Did you have to fight against that? And what did you do to get past it? Because I think there's a lot of people that might be listening to this that they've gone out and they've tried a little bit. They've gone out and they've, they've tried. Maybe it's not even real estate. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's some other kind of side business or whatever, and it yeah. didn't work out, and they got anxiety, and they felt 
they felt like they they failed and they didn't they couldn't get through it and then that makes them feel even worse that they gave up like you went through all these things so how do you keep doing keep showing up every single day it was adding value to myself and basically I started reading books I wasn't reading books before I did real estate I started reading books about self development and I started waking up in the morning and developing a morning routine every morning and investing in myself and my own mind with positivity. Yeah. I was meditating yeah. and doing all these things that I didn't do before and uh, all of a sudden now I have this boost of energy in the morning and I'm ready to go, I'm fired up and uh, you know affirmations work for me mm-hmm. so I wake up in the morning and I'm yelling in the showers and my girlfriend's like what's going on in there I'm like I'm getting these deals I'm getting these deals <laughs> so, I love that yeah. so that, that kind of gave me a source of positivity to pretty much keep me going when things get tough got it yeah. so the first 90 days nothing nothing how was the last 90 days the last 9 days 7 9 contracts uh-huh. 7 closed deals 7 closed deals yep. 9 contracts yep. can you imagine <laughs> oh my gosh i mean that's what it's about i mean honestly that's that's a contract so the last 90 days you've been putting the uh, contract yeah. you've been putting property under contract every 10 days every 10 days every 10 days and and you're still you're still hand eyeing still hand eyeing Still, you're still leaving messages. Still leaving messages. You're still driving yourself. Still driving myself. And you're just you're just building it up, yeah. building it up, building yeah. it up. And you know, like he always told me when I came in, he told me, you know what, you have to make those calls, you have to make those mm-hmm. those thousand quality conversations with distressed sellers. Mm-hmm. And once you get to that point, it's it's like trouble. Mm-hmm. It's second nature. And that's what I'm going after. Yeah. And the closer I get, the more comfortable I get. And now mm-hmm. it feels like trouble. It's mm-hmm. just those numbers up. Yeah. Those numbers. Well, and I also know, I mean, just based on conversations that you and I have, we had a very serious discussion in this room yeah. about the difference between identity and roles, yeah. right? That identity part of you, that castle that sits inside you, that winner part inside you that you have to tap into whenever things are going bad, when everything is going rough with your roles, being a father's role, being a boyfriend's role, yeah. being an entrepreneur's role, being in wholesale's role, being a brother or a son or whatever those are all roles but what's that inside of you you have that winner part inside of you you were just getting bogged down by all those roles and then you're like oh yeah 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 I got this and you went out like you just went crazy yep and I, I saw those walls and I went right through the walls head yeah. first because yep. I know that once you start getting going once the first little hits like that feeling that yep. excitement I'm sure you remember well, it goes from belief to fact right. yep Yep. I mean, you can believe that you can do anything. I can believe that I'm going to play center for, you know, the Suns. <laughs> but it's not going to be a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the when you take that from the belief land to fact land, it's just a whole different thing. And then it changes your, I really think it changes the synapses in your brain or whatever. Just whatever's going on in there, you just know that you can do it. And it just builds and builds and builds and builds. Exactly. And so that's why I always talk about stacking small wins every single day. If you're in a slump, if you've never done deals before, stack the small wins. Yeah. I mean, you you break down the small wins perfectly when you talk about like what you, like your routine. Like go through your your daily routine. Yeah, definitely. My, my morning starts at five thirty. Okay. So I wake up at five thirty a.m. That's a win. And uh, that's already a, that's a win right there. Right. And, uh, I get down to my prayer routine for about 15 minutes. Another one, 
get into a meditation for another 15 to 30 minutes. And then after that, I do some, some exercises to get my blood pumping, to get me going. And then once I'm ready and hot, I sit down and plan out for my driving for dollars, mm -hmm. plan out for my calls, my follow-up leads, mm -hmm. and pretty much get as familiar and comfortable with the script as I can to pretty much make it my own thing. Yeah. And I just prepare my day before I start my day. Yeah. By the time I'm at the door, I'm at the office, and usually when I'm not at the office, I'm driving for dollars. So I go out to wherever area that I really pre prepared for, I drive around for about four to five hours, then come back to the office, start calling, that's usually around 2 p.m. Yep. I'll be back at the office and I start calling all the way until 6 to 8 p.m. Nice. And then when I'm done with that, I'll go back home and then the next day, forget about the, the previous one, start fresh, go after some more deals. Yeah. Love it. And that's just when, when, guys, he gets, in his, he gets out of bed. He goes, he prays, he meditates, he works out, he goes and gets in his car, he drives for dollars, he gets a certain amount of them. These are all little wins. Now, did he get paid for any of these things? No. You know what he gets paid for? He gets paid when he picks up the phone and he makes a contact to the homeowner and you provide value to the homeowner and you solve that homeowner's problem. Exactly. That's when you get paid. Exactly. But all those things leading up to it, all those little wins, equal that big win, equal exactly. that big win of actually getting paid, exactly. right? It's all about the mindset and the way you look at it. You know, you, I don't look at it as a, it's a sacrifice or something that I'm losing. I look at it as an investment that I'm making to build up to that big win. Beautiful. It's just an investment. You're investing in your own success. And okay. That's the only thing that you can do. You know, the price is easier. Yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest deal that you've done? The biggest deal that I've done was a bundle deal. Three properties okay. I made about 20 grand. 20,000. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Hand me that belt right there. Hand me that belt right there. 20 grand. And when was that? When did we close that? That was last month. Hello, everybody. Love it. I love it. Yeah, I love real estate. Right? <laughs> so he made $20,000 now. That was one seller, three properties, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's from one phone call, guys. That's from one reaching out. It was a drive for dollars, obviously. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Why did he want to sell them? So we had a previous deal with them. Yeah. Where we had a property in Merrillville that went So this well. guy did more deals? So we, we did more deals with us off of one good quality conversation yeah. on the phone. So we spoke and then after that we had a good report and then he called me back. He said if you did a good job with the first one, mm -hmm. I got three more for you this time. Love it. Did you hear what he said there? Quality conversations. Guys, boil this whole business down to one thing. Listen to me. Having quality conversations with a distressed property owner on a regular basis, you will win. You will win. It is flawless. It is undefeated. You will win if you're having quality conversations with distressed property owners as often as possible. But Brent, what about the presentation and the contracts and the cash buyers? I get it. All those things are the easy part. Those are all easy parts. You yep. can figure out all that stuff. The hard part is having those quality conversations with distressed property owners. And that's if you want to master sourcing deals. If you want to be the master of sourcing deals, I don't care if you want to build a real estate portfolio or flip them or develop or, or wholesale, whatever it is, the person that sources those deals is always going to get the opportunity to make the most amount of money on those deals. So that's what you're talking about. You're talking about going out there and having quality conversation. Yeah, and it's simple. I mean, it's not some magical, you know, you have to be a, a genius to know how to do this stuff. You just get up in the morning, you get in your car, drive around your own neighborhood, 
you will find distressed property. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. I bet you that as you're driving around within an hour, you will see something that looks that doesn't look like the other properties in the neighborhood. Yeah. You get that address down, you can use it, you can use your pen and paper, you can use Zillow to make sure you got the right address. And there's also an app that also uses uh, yeah. the machine, machine, the TTP discount. Yeah. So I use yeah. that and I can get the owner's name and phone number, give them a call right then and there and you know, try to get a quality conversation and if they the distressed seller, it's a, it's a good deal. Right there. And you know, here, here's the deal. I want to tell you the two things I think are your biggest strengths. One, consistency, right? So consistency comes with, it can be interchanged with commitment, yeah. right? If you're committed to it, you're going you're gonna to have that consistency, right? And then number two is you're an active listener. Yeah. And I think, guys, this is so important. If you are thinking about seriously using TTP, if you're seriously thinking about cold calling or prospecting, for your business, which I hope you do, because it is so incredibly profitable and you can get going right now with very little budget. But anyway, active listening is so important. Active listening is nodding your head when you're on the phone, saying, uh-huh, sure, yes, exactly, I hear you. Like those little things of active listening, I hear you on your phone call, you're doing it the whole time like that, like that, that's perfect, like for real, like that is so important because if you don't, if it's dead air, if it's silence on the other end, people feel interrogated, that natural, something in their brain clicks and they say, wait a second, Somebody's trying to get something from me. Somebody's trying to take advantage of me. Something's trying to, this doesn't feel right. I don't know why I'm under the pressure here. If there's any kind of friction, if there's any kind of pressure there by that silence, which there will be, then you're gonna lose those deals. But if you're active listening and you're following and you're nodding and you're listening and you're, and you're replying to them and you're just saying little things, just give them affirmation, just affirm that you're here. I'm sure, yeah, got it, okay. Three bedrooms, sure. Like all those things, you will be a master at this. A master, and then you could do it in any market, in any situation. If you talk to a thousand homeowners, which we talked about, once you talk to a thousand homeowners, you can talk to anybody about it. It becomes like second nature, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And think about it, like when people call you, you don't want to be talking to a robot that's right. asking questions. You want to feel comfortable. It's like you're talking to someone, like we're talking here right now. Yeah. Comfortable, yeah. laid back. That's how you want to be on the phone because people respond to people that have good positive energy. Right. And I just incorporate that in my calling and boom. Boom. That was my key. Boom. <laughs> I love it. So seven deals in the last 90 days, you got two pending. Yep. Where does John Penne go this year? Like, what does this year look like? This year for me is pretty much uh, my goal for this year is to establish myself in the real estate market. As your own? As my own company. company. My own company. Okay. Right now I'm working with Joseph Morando, great guy because he's had me with him. Family. His family. <laughs> and that's a benefit, that's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> And he's been teaching me every single thing, every step of the way. He's been guiding me and I have you mm -hmm. as well when I come up and you show me which way to go. Because, you know, some, some of these things, you're not going to have a blueprint or a book that you're going to read and you know what to do. Yeah. You learn as you go. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I just keep taking action. Love and it. what I'm going for this year is pretty much becoming my own company and start to build a bio base so that I can make more of those deals. And of course, 
you know, getting into that network, because for me, seven deals is, is 30 grand, but for you, seven deals is 140. So right. I'm trying to get to 140, yeah. and even higher is possible, the sky's the limit. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm in for this year, so selling that, that those roots mm-hmm. into the market and letting that tree grow. Now we're just gonna water it, water it, and let it grow to as big as it can get. I love it. I love yeah. it. You're going to be on some. I mean, you're just, it's just staying consistent. John starts every day at zero. He literally starts every day at zero. It is so important. It is, it sounds silly to say it, but he starts every day at zero. This guy gets up like he has no leads, no money in the account. No, and it wasn't hard to imagine for a while because he didn't, but yeah, you do, but yeah. now you've built up your pipeline, right? I mean, I know on average in Phoenix, it takes 92 days to close a TTP deal. Definitely. From the fir- first contact to getting money in my account, right? Yep. It's 92 days. You went through that 92 days of yep. hell. You went through that 90 days of really questioning, can you do this? Yep. Does it work? Yep. Am I saying the right things? Or am I talking to the right people? Mm-hmm. Should I be doing something else? Mm-hmm. Should I try to sell Bitcoin? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like all these different things. And now you've got a pipeline. Now you see the fruits of your labor. And literally, after 90 days, then you start closing those deals. And the last 90 days have been fantastic. And now you're rolling into this next 90 days with already a head start. Plus, you're staying at zero and building it up, building it up, building it up. Yeah. Like, like you mentioned, yes, yes. So it's all about building up the small wins. Like, yeah. like you mentioned, and getting my numbers up. Now that I know my numbers, I know that. Uh, it takes me this many numbers to, or this many calls to get a lead, mm-hmm. this many calls to get a, a, a deal. Mm-hmm. So now I know that, okay, when I'm driving for that. What is it typically? Uh, typically for me, every 102 calls mm-hmm. gives me a, a deal. A deal. And um, Now is that calls or contacts? Uh, good conversations. Talk good to. Quality conversations. Okay. So every good 100, 102 good mm-hmm. quality conversations gives me a deal. A deal. A deal. Oh. A deal. So, uh, I've been I've been getting seven deals, and so you can you can yeah. do math. I've talked to a lot of people. I've got a few when I so, so I feel, I feel more comfortable on the phone right now, and just getting the small wins every single day, getting my mind right, and making sure that I continue to build that pipeline. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not driving, I'm calling. And if I'm not calling, I'm driving. So I'm trying to maximize that as max as I can, and do it as much mm-hmm. as often as I can to get on that phone and to getting those deals rolling in. So let's work these numbers real quick because I, I know people are listening to this in their car screaming yeah. and they want me to ask these questions, okay? <laughs> so how many contacts do you make per hour? How many contacts do I make per hour? I would say I'm trying to get about 80 to 100 contacts. Not an hour? No, Just calls. Calls. No, yeah. how, how many people do you actually talk? Because you said it was 102 contacts, contacts to a yeah. deal. Yeah. So does it, can you only talk to five an hour? Do you talk to 10? Because what people are wondering right yeah. now, listening, watching this is, yeah. how long does it take him to get a deal? And then they think, how long will it take me to get a deal? That's what it boils down to. Yeah. So typically, yeah, I mean, I know from my experience hand dialing that I would only talk to, if I was hand dialing and people call me back yeah. and whatever, I would get like seven contacts an hour. You know what I mean? Is it somewhere around that or are you talking around about that? So I, I, I try to spend more time with people that want to sell and less time with people that don't want to sell. Right. And uh, I would go between uh, close to eight to 12 okay. an hour. Okay. And uh, I'm here usually. So it takes you, let's say it takes you eight to 10 hours to get a deal. Yeah, pretty much. Right. And let's say that you, 
what you should be minimum yeah. should be ten grand a deal, yes. which should be fifteen grand a deal, which yeah. probably should be twenty grand a deal yeah. in this market, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's say it's ten. Yeah. That means you're getting you're you're getting paid a thousand dollars an hour if you if you can work your brain that way to make those calls. Yeah. Like I always say that you have to imagine with all my TTP students, I tell them like a sliver in their brain, I want them to imagine that I'm standing there with them, I'm making sure that they're using the script, I'm making sure that their tone is perfect, that their pace is mirroring and matching that of the homeowner, yeah. and that every hour they're on the phone that I hand them a crisp 10 brand new hundred dollar bills, right? Ooh, right? Good. And they don't even look up. Yep. They just open their palm, I put it into their palm, they put it in their pocket, and keep going. Because they know in 60 more minutes they're going to get another $1,000. That's exciting. That's it. Why, why stop calling if you, you can anticipate? Tell me, what, tell me what business person or profession or whatever gets $1,000 an hour, gets to work pretty much during when the sun's up, right? You know what I mean? Does it isn't on call all the time? Is it doesn't have to have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in student debt yep. or whatever? Yep. I mean, we're talking attorneys, doctors, all these things don't make that. Yep, a lot of them. That's true. They don't make that. And, make and we can make it. We can make it from driving around. Driving around in your own car. Okay, <laughs> writing it down by yourself. No one literally charging you anything. This is this is amazing. And don't say gas. It's, yeah, don't say don't, don't say gas. Don't say well, water out of gas. It costs something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Really, really great. I'm really glad that you came on here. You got to share your story. I think a lot of people can relate yeah. to being at you know nothing. Whether their nothing is they have a job that they hate and they don't want to do it anymore, but they don't want to replace their income, or they're literally they have no money. They're in college, or they're getting out of the military, and they have no profession set up. You know, like whatever it is, like. This going from that and seeing transition in six months to to just to, to really being able to provide, to thrive, and to grow. You're an inspiration, man. Thank you. you truly are an inspiration. Yeah, I'm learning from the best. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank it's you. Rubbing off on me. <laughs> thank you. If people want to reach out to you and just and come in contact with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Definitely, you can reach me on my on my Facebook account and my Instagram. My Facebook is John. Oh, yeah. John Pene, which is J-O-H-N, first name, last name, P-E-N-E. And my Instagram is John Pene 1313 at the end with no space. So John Pene 13, no space. That is my Instagram. You can definitely send me a direct message. Yeah. It would be great. I would love to talk to you guys and let you know about how this journey has been for me. And we'll put this uh, at the bottom in the notes of the video. If you are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate, please check us out at wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. I would love to personally mentor you myself. I guess that's what personally mentor means, but I'd love to mention you myself. Check me, check us out at wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. You're going to talk to an amazing team of people. It's not weirdos that are like in some other country and have no idea about the, this business. These are like rock star people that you're going to be talking to here uh, in Utah. They're going to really break it down and see if it's the right fit for your business. 
It's totally worth it. It'll be the best call of uh, the beginning of your year here. So check us out. Love to work with you personally because all of my students are invited to come up here into the 18th, 19th floor and check us all out. Meet John. Meet everybody making calls. See the environment. I'd love to have you up here. And I encourage everybody listening to talk to people as much as possible. I love you guys all, and I wish you the best of luck. God bless. See ya. Bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.